college admissions. Test takers will be able to use their own laptops, but they will still have to take the test at a monitored site. The changes are also intended to cut down on cheating and widen access to the exam. Last year, the college board scrapped the essay portion of the SAT. Some high school students in Washington, D.C. will walk out of classrooms this afternoon to protest COVID safety protocols. Organizer Brianna Stallings tells CBS News Radio they want to switch back to virtual learning. To step foot in that building every day and not know how safe you are, and that goes back to the lack of transparency that has been seen in the COVID data. You don't know exactly for sure if you're walking into a building with 50 cases or 150 cases. Pfizer is working on an Omicron-specific vaccine. CBS's Linda Kenyon. The study will include more than 1,000 healthy adults, most of whom are already vaccinated. They'll either get revised Omicron-based boosters or original versions, while some unvaccinated volunteers will get three Omicron-based doses of the vaccine. The Pentagon's put more than 8,000 troops on higher alert as the world watches Russia's troop buildup along the Ukrainian border. In Washington, D.C., lawmakers will get an update. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. A White House official confirms to CBS News that the Biden administration will hold two classified briefings for House and Senate leadership on the situation on Ukraine's borders. They also say they are working on all member briefings for the House and Senate in the coming days. Those will be conducted by national security officials. Three firefighters were killed. A fourth is in critical condition in Baltimore after they were trapped fighting flames in a row house that collapsed around them. This man lives nearby. My heart. They put their lives at risk for us. It's painful. And I've been feeling the sadness and the grief. Prices are going up for a favorite breakfast beverage as invasive insects take a bite out of Florida oranges. Correspondent Manuel Bohorkas is in Umatilla. Here's how hard Florida's orange crop is getting squeezed. At its peak, the state produced more than 244 million boxes of oranges a year. This year, it's forecast to produce only 44.5 million. The government says fruit and veggie prices shot up 5% in 2021. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. This Entertainment Tonight update is sponsored by Indeed. Zorro is being resurrected for a new series, but don't expect 61-year-old Antonio Banderas to reprise the role. When you play Zorro and you have to be on horseback all day long and surf fight and stuff like that, it'll be harsh. When you're trying to find quality candidates, all the searching, screening, and interviewing can become a job itself. You need Indeed, the all-in-one platform that makes it easy to interview, screen, and hire high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com credits. Jackson Hewitt needs you to know three things about filing taxes this year. One, there are thousands of dollars worth of new tax credits on the table. Two, you have to file for them to make sure you get the right amount. Three, a Jackson Hewitt tax pro will help track down every credit you deserve. Tax credits for being a parent, taking care of a parent, going to school, and so much more. You don't want to miss out on thousands. Jackson Hewitt knows that. Discover thousands in tax credits and get your biggest refund guaranteed. Learn more at jacksonhewitt.com. 
Climb on in Texas for COVID shots. It's a 60-foot metro bus turned clinic helping people get free COVID shots. All people have to do is sign up, step on, and roll up a sleeve. We're trying this out, and it's going to be sort of learning as we go. Tarrant County Public Health Director Vinny Taneja says the Vaxmobile will target underserved communities around Fort Worth. Part of that is that people don't have always transportation access, and there's, you know, lack of health care access into the area. He says shots and boosters will be available once a week for the next two to three months. Monica Ricks, CBS News. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says he'll cooperate with a new police investigation of his partying ways during COVID lockdowns. London police say they're investigating reports of additional gatherings, including a birthday bash at 10 Downing Street in 2020. Johnson had already admitted to Parliament he unknowingly stumbled into a garden party at his official residence last year. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now's the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 800-711-6818 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? Call U.S. Pharmacy at 800-711-6818 for as little as only 119 for 90 pills. Need your package in a hurry? Call 800-711-6818 and ask about our express shipping option and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try. Again, 800-711-6818 now. That's 800-711-6818. The six-pack and a pound is now $2 off at Taco John's. But what's the right occasion to enjoy six crunchy tacos loaded with seasoned beef plus a pound of potato olays? How about date night, movie night, thousand-piece puzzle night, picnics in the park, picnics in your kitchen, camping, tailgates, anniversaries, bribing friends, bribing pets, bribing yourself, birthdays, holidays, and any day that ends in Y. <sighs> to name a few. The six-pack and a pound, now $2 off, only from Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Download our app for exclusive deals. When there's something strange lurking under your bed, who are you going to call? Dustbusters! Athens Dustbusters are a licensed, bonded, husband and wife team that offer up top-of-the-line janitorial services at great prices, and they serve commercial and residences across Southeast Ohio. As the seasons change, don't worry about the cleanup. Call Athens Dustbusters at 740-541-7113 for a free quote. But don't just take our word about the Athens Dustbusters. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm John. And we're Athens Dustbusters, and we will bust your dust. Your sports leaders in Athens County, 970 WATH and WXTQ Power 105, the flagship station of your Ohio Bobcats and the home of the Athens County Game of the Week. And on 970 WATH, tune in for the Ohio State Buckeyes, Cincinnati Reds, Columbus Blue Jackets, Cincinnati Bengals, and all season long, Athens Bulldog football, basketball, and baseball. Monday through Friday, tune in to the sports fans starting at 6.06 and stay up to date with local sports. Follow us on Twitter at WATHWXTQ Sports. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 340,000 high school student athletes in Ohio have one last request. Please set an example. 
disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. It increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about Ohio high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Car. Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars, That's Auto cars, Smarts. Friday cars, afternoons at 106 cars, on 970 cars, WATH cars, and 97.1 FM. Did I say 57 Chevy? Cars, cars, cars. I-N-E-P-T. E-M-F Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. Talking with Coach Art Turf about last uh, weekend's game with double Dakota Tech and a 39-4 loss on the bright side. Coach, you did score as many points as you had in the previous five games. That's right. We got us four points in the ball game. Actually, had the lead in that ball game. Don't you feel those points were a little bit tainted the way you got them, though? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, uh, all you know what they say. This is what I like to go th back to. What they say. They say a lot of things, and uh, one of the things they say is all's fair in love, war, and football. And this is football. And you know, uh, we put this in the same category as what we had to do the last time we had a road game back at Seashore State. You know, they wanted us to play with a football that, that we wasn't used to playing with. So we made the boys over at DDT play a foot with a football that they didn't like playing with, and we just used that to our advantage. They must have adjusted pretty well after those first uh, couple of series because they were able to put 39 points on the board. Well, you know, even though uh, Coach Robinson, uh, Coach Roach Robinson and his boys, Coach Roach they call him, is, is, has a new program to deal with and they still working the bugs out of their program, they, I will say for his boys that they adjusted to, to, to their uh, problem better than we adjusted to the problem we had over at Seashore State. And you're right, they did uh, go on to score 39 points on our defense. Now, their quarterback, a uh, young man by the name of Spider or something other, I think. Was he... Uh, Stevens. Spider Stevens. Yeah, he's got a real talent. He's not but a freshman over there, but uh, he's a real tall, gangly boy with long arms. Likes to fling that pass in what they call their web offense, where they send out a whole bunch of wide receivers on, on the same play, and, and uh, that's how they work their ball uh, game, is with their passing game. And I'll be back with Coach Turf and more on the DDT game right after we pause for this message. Oh. Oh, 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 Ohio, oh, 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 Ozempic, or whatever that commercial is. Ozempic. <laughs> yeah, that plays on that song. It's Magic by Pilot. Oh, 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 it's Magic. Oh. It's a 70s oh. song from right around oh. 1975. 
something, <clears throat> something like that. Can we make this go longer? We could. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll go with the sponsor of The Art Turf Show. Proudly sponsored by Moisturizing Body Lotion. And well, Coach Turf, I guess offensively you were pretty well satisfied <laughs> with the outcome Saturday night. But uh, Well, no. Uh, you know, well, offensively we didn't score no points. It was our defense what scored all of our points. I'm real disappointed in our offense. And you gave up 39 points to the opposition. Well, that's right. You know, that was a little bit of my fault. You know, we'd gone into the ball game uh, thinking that they was going to run their web offense the whole time. Uh, you know, that's where they send all them wide receivers out and, and the quarterback, Spider Stevens, spots whichever one's in the open. And we neglected to, to double cover his favorite wide receiver, a fellow named of, uh, Freeman, Fly Freeman. You know, uh, he, he ran that famous fly pattern of his. I don't know how many times in that ball game they completed it several times for touchdowns, and, and that's how they ran their spider and the fly offense and got all them touchdowns. So you weren't really prepared for that part of their offensive attack? Well, I wouldn't say that. They just uh, caught us napping. Well, Coach, how did you come out of the ball game in the injury department? Well, the boys come out of it fine. They didn't uh, have no injuries at all. Uh, the only one that got injured in the ball game was me. You know, after after uh, they completed that first fly pattern, I went over and kicked the equipment bag, and I didn't know they were shoulder pads in there, and now I got a broke ankle. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH I tell you what, I I know this pain, this this snow can be kind of a pain, but. I like the excitement. I just wish my wife did as much. But she's uh, scared of falling, of course. And I get that. Hopefully the sidewalks will be clear tonight at uh, around the combo. 7 o'clock basketball game yabba dabba do Scott let's talk about that for a minute yabba dabba do no no the basketball game when you did that I thought is it Friday already it it just (laughs) came out it was just yes it did it just happened maybe somebody will comment to you about that tonight at the Ohio basketball game it is Ohio men's basketball tonight at 7 p.m. versus the Huskies of Northern Illinois, who uh, lost over the weekend at Miami at the buzzer, where the Bobcats the week before pounded the Red Hawks at Miami. So we mustn't take anything for granted. Exactly. However, I uh, think the Bobcats are going to be playing with a little extra chip on their shoulder maybe after being uh, beaten badly by Toledo mm-hmm. on their home floor last Friday evening. 
So I look for the Bobcats to win big tonight. Pre-game at 6.30, tip-off at 7 on the flagship station of the Ohio Bobcats football and basketball radio networks, our sister station, Power 105. Okay, let's change topics ever so slightly. Let's do this first before we jump out of sports. Women's basketball had a comeback win last evening. Uh, Ohio women's basketball. Uh, CeCe Hooks led a comeback victory. Uh, They were down against Buffalo, who's typically one of the better teams in the MAC uh, women's conference. And uh, the Bobcats ended up winning by two, 68-66, they will be in action again tomorrow night at Toledo. So we need to get the Ohio women's basketball score in there. She's having a great season. And congratulations to CeCe Hooks. She just became the MAC's all-time leading scorer for both men and women. Wow. So, uh, yeah, she passed Carolyn Mast's uh, scoring record, what, a week ago or so? And every point now that she adds on just adds to her record. So congratulations to CeCe Hooks. That's good at pro sports for me. Okie dokie. <clears throat> Big game coming up this weekend. Oh, well, hang on now. I can't. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. So, of course, we're a member of the Bengals Radio Network. Yes. <clears throat> um... The Bengals no longer control their radio network as the team has advanced now to this next level. The AFC Championship. And um, so we reached out to the broadcast organization that oversees this next level. And I don't know exactly what the answer is at this point yet. But we are working our hardest. But so are a bunch of others. uh, To have access to the play-by-play so we can broadcast this game. And... um, I've not heard that it's a yes or a no yet. They've told a number of others no. But those were not members of the regular Bengals network all season long, right? Yes. Um, not affiliates. Yeah. We, we were in a different category. Yes. And... Um, <clears throat> So, I don't know. It seems to me that uh, if you are a regular member of their of a team's network, and they advance and advance and advance and then advance to the you know higher levels than often ever happen. They should have arrangements with those that are going to be taking over as they advance 
for their affiliates to be accommodated. But we'll just see how it works out. Uh, we're working hard at it. Yes, it would be nice if they showed a little loyalty in return Yeah. to those of us who are loyal affiliates and have been even through the lean years of oh, the yes. Bengals. Of course. You know, when they may have not had the affiliates' interest that they do now, that the Bengals have uh, you know, risen to where they are. Yeah. And I was talking to somebody yesterday and talking about how Joe, might, yeah, it was, might have been Jimmy, Joe's dad. Yeah, it was Jimmy. Uh, I, I told Jimmy, Joe has taken all of us here in Athens on an incredible ride mm-hmm. in Athens High School's football program when he played and continued that incredible ride for um, Athens area fans, Southeast Ohio, uh, Columbus when he was, you know, of course at Ohio State, an incredible ride at LSU, and now the incredible ride continues at the professional level with the Bengals. And uh, <laughs> Jimmy's response was just, yes, the journey continues. <laughs> well, yes. And, indeed you know. it does. So, uh, I mean, I'm taking nothing away from your comments, but he has heard this from so many people. Oh, the countless numbers of people. And, and, you know, at some point, what new can you say? Exactly. You know. And he, you know, he takes time to answer. I'm sure his phone blew up with texting and calls after the game on Saturday, but mm-hmm. I'm sure he answered all that he, you know, he does me. And again, that falls back to what I've mentioned a couple of times when I was in Ohio athletics and Jimmy was an assistant football coach at Ohio. He was the only coach out of all 10, 11 coaches that would come over to my office and just to say hello. Didn't want anything, didn't need a travel expense report approved or uh, any special favors. Not that they ask for special favors or anything like that, but he, you know, it just speaks to the character of him and how Joe didn't fall too far from the tree, as they say, but he just came in to say hello. Yeah, sure. How you doing? You know, things good? And, and I've known other people. I didn't have nearly the association you did down there, but I, I, I had a summertime association with the Copperheads, and people would swing by the office and just say hi. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. I mean, they don't have to do that, but they it's just the, the genuineness of their disposition and personalities to do things like that because they care. And you let's know, talk about they're, something they're else. good people. And, and, although it's all related. <clears throat> so the basketball team staying in a hotel locally. Yes. What um, is this uh, to try to keep some additional level of protection from Omicron? Yes. Okay. That's that's the report and the reasoning behind that. Especially those, uh, well, all of them, but especially the players who live in dormitories who are a lot closer to lots more people. But, I mean, they're still going to class. Oh, sure. And stuff like that. Exposure, I mean, yep. 
Well, I mean, I understand it's an, another attempt uh, to keep everybody from getting sick or anyone from getting sick. Yeah. I mean, you know, people say, well, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. But there are things you can do to try to prevent that yeah. from happening, too. So I think they're, uh, Ohio Athletics is trying to be proactive in that. Now, are other sports doing that? I'm not aware of that if they are. I have not heard if they are. So, mm. um, you know, their reasoning is that, you know, they've the financial part of it uh, is being paid from uh, Ohio Athletics. You know, it's not a freebie or anything like that. But then uh, you get into things about Title IX, again, about is this doing yeah. special favors for a certain group of students and not everyone so you know but then again they may be able to substantiate that by saying we're in a a a unique situation here with covid but then you get the argument well so are every other students Mm. situations like that so you know it gets to be a little sticky yeah well all right that's that's they're um, trying Let's uh, move on a little bit. Plenty of things to talk about today. Okay. Uh, well, let's let's do the National Day calendar. Okay. So today is National Opposite Day. I wonder what that what they're getting at. National Opposite Day. I have not read it yet, but my guess is it is everything opposite of. What you may encounter <laughs> each day, or well, just dig in and yeah, see if there's that's, some. That's what I'm okay. up to right now. It's National Irish Coffee Day. It's National Plan for a Vacation Day, and it's National Florida Day. Um, <clears throat> those are those are the ones we have to mention. National Opposite Day. Yeah, we're still digging, that's, that's digging, right. digging. I'll, I'll move along and we'll come back to it. In terms of historical events, we have the customary list. In 1554, the founding of the city of Sao Paulo in, Sao Paulo in Brazil. You ever been there? I have not. I highly recommend it. It is such a fun place. Okay. Is that where... Did you harvest bananas? No. There? No, no, or that no. was another that, country? Yes. That was um, Ecuador. Okay. 1565, the Battle of Talakota, India. Talakota, India. The Deccan... Sultanate destroy Vijayanagar's army in the last Hindu kingdom of southern India. Forgive my poor pronunciations, folks. In 1840, American naval expedition under Charles Wilkes is first to identify Antarctica as a new continent. 1949, year I was born, first Israeli election won by David Ben-Gurion's 
Party. 1971 Military Coup in Uganda under Major General Idi Amin. 2011, Egyptian Revolution of 2011 begins with a series of street demonstrations, rallies, acts of civil disobedience, labor strikes, and violent clashes that in Cairo, Alexandria, and other cities in Egypt. Okay. Are you ready for opposite day? Yeah, we better do that because next is birthdays. Okie dokie. It celebrates a fun day of switcheroos. What better way than to not celebrate what don't really, we don't really mean that, or do we? You notice all the opposite trend here? Good morning, or is it good night? Hello, or is it goodbye? I am cold, or am I hot? The aim of the day is to have fun all day long saying exactly the opposite of what you really mean. Oh, I can do that. This, Yeah, me too. I think a lot of people could. This day has kids rejoicing everywhere. It's also a great day for adults to play along and break out of the winter blues. Maybe we should have dinner for breakfast and breakfast for dinner. I do that sometimes. Breakfast for dinner. About about midnight last night, Pat said, I'm going to get a bowl of cereal. (laughs) (laughs) She just was hungry. Yeah, when you feel the hankering, as they say. All right. Well, I guess we understand it better. Okay, so let's see here. Famous birthdays. Alicia Keys. My, she's a pretty lady. And a beautiful singer. 41st birthday. Um, let's see here. The other three we have to mention uh, have each passed. Um, we'll go back to the oldest. That is Robert Burns. Born in 1759, died in 1796. Robert Burns. Robert Burns. He also, when was he born? 1759. Okay, want to make sure I got the right one. Sure. Also known familiarly as Rabbi Burns, the national bard, bard of Ayrshire, the plowman poet, and various other names and epithets. Uh, He was a Scottish poet and lyricist. He is widely regarded as the national poet of Scotland and is celebrated worldwide. Some of his works include To Be a Mouse, A Red Red Rose, Tam O'Shanter, and To a Loose. Well, we know some of those, don't we? <laughs> Virginia Woolf. Who's born, afraid? Yes. Uh, born in 1882, died in 1941. Virginia Woolf. She was a also a writer and um, an English writer considered one of the most important modernist 20th century authors and a pioneer in the use of a stream of consciousness as a narrative device. Mm-hmm. She wrote um, books such as Mrs. Dalloway, To the Lighthouse, and A Room of one's own, and also a book titled Orlando, 
a biography. Movies include Vita and Virginia, Orlando, and Mrs. Dalloway and To the Lighthouse. The books were made into movies. And the last uh, famous birthday is that of Corazon Aquino. And she was born in 1933 on this date, died in 2009. Corazon Aquino. Yes, she is a former president of the Philippines. How about that? She served as the 11th president of the Philippines from 1986 to 1992. Um, two famous deaths to mention, and my, what a difference between the two people. <laughs> well, you'll see what I mean. First of all, that of Al Capone. Oh. Born in 1899, died in 1947. The other one, Mary Tyler Moore. Born in 1936, died in 2017. Of course, Al Capone, public enemy number one. Remember those days? Oh, yes. Well, not so much those days, but that expression. Yes. Um, forever associated with Prohibition and the St. Valentine's Day Massacre has long been ranked as the most notorious gangster in American history. Some of his nicknames included Big Al... King Alphonse, Scarface, Snorky, and the Big Fella. I don't think I'd want to speak any of them to his face. <laughs> um, let's see here. Did we do this? Yes. Where should I turn next? Oh, I saw this interesting item. I think I mentioned it maybe a couple days ago. But uh, I found it in writing, and so I thought I'd bring it in. I had overheard this somewhere. So last year, you know how at the airports now they have security check-ins all the time. Yeah. And... Um, when I was growing up, there wasn't anything like that. You just walked up and down the... Uh, the terminal? Terminal. Yep. Anywhere you wanted to go. Yep. Meet your father coming off the plane, that sort of thing. You could even watch them from a lookout point above the uh, yeah. airport itself. Up on the roof. Yep. But at National Luggage Checkpoint, and we're talking about during the course of last year. So January through December. 6,000 guns were found in carry-on luggage at these checkpoints nationwide. And in so doing, breaking a record set just two years before that. You know, we now have this Transportation Security Administration organization. So, 
5,972 guns intercepted at U.S. airports last year represent a 35% increase or more than 1,500 weapons compared with just the year before 2019. I'm sorry, two years before. The agency also reports, now get this, 86% of those firearms were loaded. Wow. Obviously, the TSA administration um, director, David Pekulski, told CBS News that presents a significant health, safety, and security concern for us. Just a little blurb, but an important one. That (laughs) makes me think how many times maybe... Each of us has been on a plane or on a flight, and somebody somehow got a gun on there, mm-hmm. and we didn't know it the whole flight we were going, or maybe there was one in some baggage somewhere before this security got so uh, very tightened up. And even now, 6,000 guns. That's in luggage. That's a ton. I have been at a security checkpoint where they go through you as a person as you're walking, entering the uh, the gate, or not the gate, but the, uh, what do they call those long hallways where all the gates are located? No, the, the terminals. Well. The boarding areas. Anyway, as you're entering the boarding area. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that. Okay. Um, where a man in front of me did have an, a weapon on his, in his possession. Mm-hmm. And he was escorted to another closed room. And, uh, you know, I have to think there are some people of a law enforcement nature or something like that who are permitted to carry weapons. Mm-hmm. But, of course, I have no idea what his status was. Yeah, and, you know, there are air marshals on flights now, too. Of course, you you don't know who they are, but obviously they carry weapons, uh, too. You you don't know if there's an air marshal on your flight or not, but there are more of them on them now. Remember the TV show MASH? Oh, yeah. Who was the lead guy in that? Alan Alda? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I had a flight, uh, of all things, from Columbus to Denver. And uh, I had a reserve seat and everything. Got on, found my seat, and looked next to me, and it's Alan Alda. (laughs) I'm not kidding. The strangest things happen like that. Yeah, they do. So okay. How, so how did the conversation go? Is he a funny guy? Like well, he was on MASH? He, he was very personable. You know, were there a lot of ha-ha jokes? No. It was, we just had a nice conversation. Yeah, good. That's pretty cool. But I think he had been in Columbus to do, um, 
Oh, one of those summer plays that, uh, what was that company? They did it at uh, Veterans Memorial. But now Veterans Memorial doesn't exist anymore, does it? That's correct. It does not. What's there now? I don't know. But that, that, was was a, a, that was a great place to see a performance uh, of it, any kind. It was a big, we called it a barn. Really big. It was a big performance hall. And um, as for performers, it wasn't particularly cool. Really? No, it was too big. Uh, acoustics weren't great. All that sort of thing. We have a caller, by the way. Uh, good morning. Good, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Scott. Hey. Good morning, Tim. Tim. What's up? Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing this morning? I think we're doing all right. How about you? <laughs> doing good. Doing good. Good. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. Try us. How 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 was Dick Dick Barley hasn't been on lately? What's going on with that? I I think he's stopped doing the show. He retired. He did. Yeah, we think so. I I, I overheard this. I I knew him years ago, but not. I haven't had a conversation with him in years. Right. Um, and but I think someone on staff told me that he had retired. He did. So he quit doing it. Yep, he packed it oh. in and said, that's it. So we're looking for another one. If you want to suggest something, you're a good radio fan, let me know. I know. What's, what do I, what I suggest? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you you know about those kind of syndicated shows. Like I Rick, do, I Rick do. D's and Disco Duck. Yeah, Disco Duck. Did yeah, he do that? Or you? Rick D's on 105. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're looking into it, but we're welcoming yep. any suggestions. I'm trying, I'm trying, oh, I think I want to let you know. Okay, man. By the way, can we, can we take a moment and say it was your grandfather? Yeah. Who founded this radio station? You can. And let's see, before Athens, wasn't he down like in Morgantown somewhere? Yeah, he was. Yeah. And, you know, another thing, too, guys, he, he got the radio station started WKOV down in Wellston. In Wellston, yeah. I had forgotten that. Well, Jimmy, thank you. And yep. if you think of something we ought to look into, let us know by all means. Oh, I will. I will. I'll, I'll think of something for you, believe me. <laughs> I, know you, <laughs> I know you liked the Dick Bartley show, and so did oh, I. Oh, I love that show. Man, me I too. can't believe he's gone. Yeah. Yep, he gave That's it up. Bummer. I said it was a good show. All good things come to an end. Yep, I know. I hear you guys. Okay. Just like it's good to talk us. to you guys. <laughs> All Thanks, right. Tim. Hey, real quick, how's your mom doing? I don't know. I haven't talked to her since I left the world. Yeah. Well, you better check on her. Yeah, I guess she's doing okay. Well, that's good. But we think of her here at, at uh, the radio yeah, station. Yeah, if it's any difference, I mean... I mean, if I hear any difference, which I know I have. Okay. Well, let us know. Okay. Well, I, if I think of a syndicated show, I'll let you guys know. I bet you, bet. you will. Jimmy. Thank <laughs> you, man. Okay. See you. Okay, man. See Thanks. you, Tim. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> All right, Tim. All right. Let's see here. Let's talk about COVID. 
I have yesterday's figures in front of me. Here in Athens, we had 75 new cases yesterday. Uh, now that is, uh, every day of this gets posted at 2 o'clock. So when I say 75 yesterday, I'm talking about between 2 p.m. Sunday. I'm sorry, 2 p.m. Monday. Wait a minute, let me get my head right here. 2 p.m. Sunday to 2 p.m. Monday. There were 75 new cases. Bringing the total thus far to 12,877 cases. That is, since this whole thing began in March of 20. So that's 19.7% of Athens Countyans have had COVID. As of yesterday, there were 327, 327 that required hospitalization. We have had 9,274 that have recovered. That's 72%. The others are still dealing with it. The vaccination rate, 52.72%. So we've, we've cracked the 50% level. But statewide, they're at 61.09%. So state doing better than we are. By the way, the deaths in Athens County... Since the whole thing began, 108. Well, let's do the state. Okay, we got 11.7 million people living in our state. Yesterday, there were 8,874 new cases. Bringing the total thus far to 25 I'm sorry, 2,515,049 cases. So where we've had 19%, 19.7% of our population affected, the state has had 21.5%. Presently, in the state of Ohio, we have 435,841 active cases. Of which 12,517 are in an ICU in a hospital. 92,542 are not. They're in the hospital bed, but not an ICU environment. So since the whole thing began, we've had 2,079,208 people that have recovered. Now yesterday we did have 60 new deaths, bringing the total deaths for our state to 31,987. 
Think that's enough? Well, you didn't <clears throat> you didn't do these yesterday, did you? I don't remember. Well, I don't think so, but yeah, that's good. I think that's good. Okay. <clears throat> Unless you have the uh, you know, there is continue. one little factor here. If Athens had the same statistics as the state does, we would have had 1,180 more cases than we've had. That's sort of a positive statement, I think. Came across an article, I think it was yesterday. Wait a minute, what today? What's today? Tuesday. No, I mean twenty fifth. Okay, well this is three days ago then. January. And it's simply it caught my eye because of the title. It says twenty twenty two's dirtiest cities in America. They go on, city living has its advantages, but with greater population density often comes an assortment of problems like pests, litter, pollution that can turn any city from sparkling to filthy. Some, city are, some cities are dirtier than others. How does your city compare to the others in our ranking of the dirtiest cities in America? So this uh, study ranked nearly 90 of the biggest U.S. cities across four key categories, including pollution, living conditions, infrastructure, and consumer satisfaction. So, here we go. Um, bum, 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 bum. Let me make sure I understand. Overall pollution ranking. Okay, so they're saying hmm. what am I missing? Turn the page, Palmer. Pollution rank. Would they mean then the most polluted? I would or the least say so. Okay, well, anyway, in the overall rankings, we'll, we'll work on that and then see if this makes more sense as we go. So in the overall ranking, Newark, New Jersey became number one. Now, they had a they were ranked thirteenth in pollution, twenty first in living conditions, forty third in infrastructure and second in consumer satisfaction. 
So that kind of sounds to me like they're the best, not the worst. Yeah, if yeah, since that's the criteria they may be using. Okay. Well, then let's go see who's the worst. Uh-oh. So coming in, they did 87 cities. I don't think these are the right blend of things. But anyway, 87th is Norfolk, Virginia. Okay, now Norfolk, Virginia is made up of several cities, seven to be exact of which Son Nickley is living in one now, Chesapeake, Virginia. But the overall Norfolk, Virginia metropolitan area consists of several different cities. Anyway, coming in last is Norfolk, Virginia. Pollution rank is 85th. Living conditions rank 65th. Infrastructure rank 65th. And consumer satisfaction ranking... 87th. That's like dead last. Pretty close. Yeah. Now, we lived there for two and a half years, Pat and I did, in the late 80s when we bought another radio station over um, in, in Norfolk. And we loved it. So what's going on here? Uh, Clearly, I don't understand. That, that, okay, that's... It's been a while since you've been there, though, so... Things change at times. Guess who's 24th? I'm sorry, 84th out of 87. Columbus, Ohio. Coming in 78th out of 87. Indianapolis. Coming in 60th. Cincinnati. Maybe I'm misinterpreting this study. 46th, Akron. Turn the page. Either we have a few dirty cities or we have a few cleaner cities. 13th, Cleveland. I'm obviously doing something wrong here. Uh, Um... Okay, what what does the headline say again? The headline. Yeah, the description of... Two, 2022's Dirtiest Cities in America. And... Like, they have third Los Angeles. Now, that could be. I don't think so. Oh, some of the video footage on news reports that I've seen would certainly qualify it for that. But listen, I mean, they come in fifth in living conditions, fifth in consumer satisfaction. Okay, well, maybe the number one is the cleanest, then it goes from first to worst. Thoroughly confusing. In which case, why did I bring it up? 
Put it over there, Paul. Because it caught your attention. Okay, let's try something different. Maybe this one will get better. Best states to retire. All right. Okay, we'll go with that one. You going to retire? Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of like doing things. Yeah, me too. I doubt I will ever really retire. I tried it once, and I found there's only so many times you can clean the house or do yeah, dishes, yeah, yeah, laundry, sure. cut grass, break leaves, and I've said two plus I was getting really good at the Price is Right game show. Oh, my. We only have three minutes oh. left. <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll try to do this quickly. Uh, we've got other things we can share with you tomorrow. With 27% of all non-retired adults having no retirement savings, the personal finance website WalletHub today released its 2022's best states to retire, as well as accompanying videos and expert commentary. Okay, so here we go. Best states retire. I think we can guess. Florida. Yep. Number two is Virginia. Three is Colorado. Four is Delaware. Five, Minnesota. Eight, sixth is North Dakota. Come on. Seventh, Montana. Eighth, Utah. And a tie for ninth between Arizona and New Hampshire. I'm surprised Arizona's not up there a little higher. Worst states to retire. The absolute worst, Louisiana. Second, West Virginia. Third, Arkansas. Fourth, Rhode Island. Fifth, Illinois. Next is Oklahoma, followed by Kentucky. New York State comes in 48th, 49th, Mississippi, and dead last, New Jersey. A lot of folks are leaving New Jersey because of their tax structure now. Personal income tax, sales tax. Folks, if you'd like to see a little more, go to Wallet Hub. Uh, there's no space between it. And um, they, they do studies which I find most interesting. And good talk, uh, talking uh, points for our show. Um, in fact, um, like we have another study here that if I had more time we'd mess with. Uh, let's see. States with the biggest and smallest wealth gaps by race and ethnicity. Very similar type report. Um, there's a lot of updates to COVID. There's uh, some real conversation about maybe it's starting to drop. Amen. I hope so. And uh, we'll try to cover that in more detail tomorrow. Going to be cold tonight. Going to be cold indeed. And it wasn't, it was pretty cold last night, too. Yeah, check on your outdoor pets, please. Yeah, we've got the cat inside now. 
All right, be careful out there. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A new COVID vaccine tailored specifically to the Omicron variant could be here soon. Pfizer and BioNTech say they've begun trials in people aged 18 to 55. Dr. William Schaffner at Vanderbilt University. Now that we have gone through this process several times, we ought to be able to adapt to new variants much more quickly get the vaccine ready, test it to make sure that it would be effective and safe. A new study finds more than one path toward immunity from COVID. Correspondent Linda Kenyon. Researchers say you can get infected with COVID and then vaccinated, or you can get vaccinated and then get a breakthrough infection. Either way, you will have a strong immune response. The study conducted at Oregon Health and Science University looked at 104 people, all of whom got the Pfizer vaccine. Students, throw away your number two pencils and paper. The College Board is going digital with its SAT exam. It'll be shorter, more concise, with tighter security to cut down on cheating and widen access. Last year, the board got rid of the essay question on its college entrance exam as more schools dropped the requirement for applying. More than 8,000 U.S. troops are on higher alert as the world keeps a close eye on Russia and its military buildup at the Ukrainian border. Correspondent Wee Jia Zhang. In a new bulletin to law enforcement partners nationwide, the Department of Homeland Security warned that if Russia feels threatened by a U.S. or NATO response to a potential invasion, it may conduct a cyber attack against the U.S. from low-level denials of service to destructive attacks targeting critical infrastructure. Infrastructure. China's taking no chances ahead of next month's Olympics. Correspondent Elizabeth Palmer. All the residents of Beijing's Fengtai district lined up in the cold for mandatory COVID testing this weekend after 31 cases were reported locally. And with the opening of the